and read same day. So tell your doctor, refer you to Titan MRI or call them at 672-6644 today. Red 80. He's still going. Hello, catch him. Touchdown, Gators. Inside the huddle is on the air. Former Gators QB Shane Matthews and the Dean of Sports Talks Steve Russell and Hall of Famer Steve Spurrier are mic'd up and ready to break the huddle. You asked for it, you got it. Inside the Huddle is brought to you by Titan MRI and Silverback Concrete. The ball is loose on the ground, and the Gators have it. Now, let's head out to Coach's Podcasting Room at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill in Celebration Point to join Shane, Steve, and the HBC right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Well, we welcome you into our first Inside the Huddle for the season. It is going to be a lot of fun. We're from the Coach's Podcast Room at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. I'm Steve Russell, the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier, from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Beautiful place and a beautiful restaurant that it is. Guys, we finally have a little football to talk about. It's been, it seemed like forever. Let me ask this to start. We've already seen some games. We know COVID's around, but does this feel more like the way it used to be? Well, I think so, uh, Steve. Uh, you know, it was good to see college football this past weekend. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see more as the season progresses uh, how many people actually show up. You know, if you look at that UCLA game, you know, they're supposed to be part of this great alliance. There wasn't 10,000 people in the Rose Bowl. It was embarrassing. Yeah, that was a pitiful crowd uh, for UCLA. Uh, but, yeah, it does feel more like uh, normal uh, college football, although that dang COVID is still here. And uh, just urge everybody to get vaccinated and then come to the ballpark and try to stay as safe as you can. And we feel like, uh, uh, you know, you can avoid the COVID by coming to the ballpark. So uh, I think we'll, uh, we'll be close to normal as we possibly can. Well, there's a lot of expectation here. No, no question. New quarterback, uh, new look offense. Hopefully, a better defense. You know, we don't hear much from camp. You, you can't go to practice and those things. But Shane, look, uh, the defense can't be as bad. I mean, that, that that's the good part. But what do you see overall with this team? Well, defensively, I see what I saw last year at this time the weakness of the defense was in the interior defense alignment. They've addressed that. Uh, three transfers, two from Auburn, one from Penn State, one that we basically got off the waiver wire of what, yesterday? And he's going to be suiting up Saturday. Yeah, he's going to play. This is pro football now, especially when you get a guy uh, in a couple of days to go play. So uh, hopefully, you know, from a defensive standpoint, I felt like we played too many guys. I thought that's where the confusion came in. And then offensively, you're going to see a totally different offense. I think you're going to look back at the 2008 uh, seasons when Tebow was the quarterback, uh, more run-oriented plays for the quarterback where the defense has to account for that runner at the quarterback position. And, you know, I feel like Emory can have a good year. I think he's got good weapons around him. If he can make all the easy throws, I, I preach that a lot. But if you watch football this Saturday, Nebraska, five-year uh, uh, starter, and the kid who's a four-year starter, I think, at UCLA, they can't throw a lick. I mean, they, they missed so many easy throws that, that cost their football team. I mean, UCLA won, but uh, the Martinez kid just missed wide-open guys. You just can't do that in college football. Uh, yeah, no question about that, Shane. Uh, 
Martinez, I guess uh, Scott Frost has sort of said he's our guy forever. I thought uh, as I was watching that game, well, surely he'll put the backup in when he missed the guy wide open on the little wheel route, you know, in the first or second quarter there. But, uh, but anyway, you're right, the Gators. Now, we got uh, pretty much new receivers, uh, although Copeland played a bit, quite a bit last year. Uh, the tight end, Zipper and Gamble, and, uh, and of course, Trent Whittemore. And uh, and shorter, so and new quarterback, so all the skill guys are guys that didn't do a whole bunch last year. Uh, Emory is as ready as he can be. I think Anthony Richardson, when he gets in there, will play very well also. So uh, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out uh, as the game goes along. All right, let's do our play of the week. Brought to you by Campus USA Credit Union. You can put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus USA Credit Union. My, my play of the week is a bad one. In, in the Nebraska game, what in the world is, is, is Nebraska thinking when you try to field a punt you know, in, in the end zone and then throw the ball forward? That, I mean, I know it's week one, but you've got to get coached up better than that. Yeah, that was a bad play. Mine's a bad play too, Steve, from the same game and the same team. Uh, Nebraska uh, is around midfield there with – shoot, 20, 30 seconds. Yeah. I don't know if they were trying to throw a Hail Mary or what, but Martinez doesn't protect the ball in the pocket, gets sacked, fumble, and they scoop and score. Um, so, you, you know, with a guy who's played that much football, he's got to protect the ball better. No question about that, Shane. Nebraska sort of beat themselves. And uh, I think they got better players than their record has indicated. They, uh, they just mentally are not real sharp for whatever reason. I don't know. You know yeah. what was interesting to me about the Nebraska game, and I know – we're, we're talking a lot of Nebraska today, but, you know, Scott Frost, some of these coaches, I, you know, we're, they do whatever well to get to be these head coaches. And what they did at UCF, they play fast. <coughs> you know, guy gets tackled, hands the ball to the official, they're snapping the ball. Every play until they got down 21, they would do the fake, fake snap count, and then the whole team would look to the sideline. Mm -hmm. And either he trying to call the perfect play, I don't know what they were doing, but – that's just not what he did at UCF. So I agree. I don't, I don't quite understand that. Agree 100%. All right, now time for questions for the ball coach. Questions of the week brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. You can send your questions to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. Okay, guys, here we go. Uh, from Nora in Jacksonville, Coach, how do you think the Gators finished this season better than 2020? Do I think our record will be better than last year? Uh, you know, most everybody sort of got us as 9-3. Uh, uh, so if we do better than that, uh, we've had a good year. If we do 8-4, and four, well, it's tiny below maybe what's expected. I don't know. But we do have a lot of new players. So I think, I think we're a wait-and-see team. They, they could play extremely well or maybe not quite as well as uh, the guys that played last year. Uh, so we got to – uh, I think we got two good games starting out before Alabama and Tennessee, and, and we get into the conference uh, schedule. So, uh, I, you know, that nine and three is sort of a middle point, I think. And if we can do better than that, and if we can beat Georgia, I think we can get to the SEC championship game. Um, Samantha in Charleston, coach, offense incredible last year with Trask. Will we see more run plays or option plays with Emory? than the more traditional passing that Trask ran. Yeah, I think we'll see more quarterback runs, like Shane said, uh, and both uh, of our quarterbacks, Emory and Anthony Richardson, are excellent runners. So uh, 
but they can tuck it and go. And, and it may open up the secondary a little bit. You know, they, the other team may have uh, seven, eight guys up front all the time. So it could create uh, a lot of one-on-one, -on -one and the receivers could have, uh, you know, a little bit more space to get open. For both of you, Scotty and Gainesville, do you think the old line will be better this year? I mean, time will tell. I thought they passed block really well last year. I know a lot of fans get upset about the running numbers, but the bottom line is do what you do well. And we were a throwing team last year. You know, I'm pretty sure, Steve, you're going to get calls probably Monday when we're doing your show that we didn't throw the ball enough. You know, we could probably have 60 rushing attempts and maybe 15 pass plays. But um, I think the line will be improved. Um, I think the quarterback running the football is going to help the stats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. We could be a uh, you know, 60, maybe 70% run here early. And if we're doing it well, then obviously you do it the rest of the year. But uh, the threat of running the ball with the quarterback uh, should open up a lot, of, a lot of the offense. Jason in Gainesville, do you have any predictions about what the biggest upsets would be this year, either for the Gators or in college football? Well, Coach has already picked the Gators to beat Alabama. Yeah. I think that would be a big upset right there for sure. Oh, yeah. um, I hadn't really thought much about it. Um, I mean, I mean, whoever wins the Clemson-Georgia, is that going to be an upset? No. I, I, I mean, I think that's the only one I can think of right now that Coach has predicted. Yeah, Illinois beating Nebraska was an upset. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Nebraska was favored by seven on the road, I heard. So, uh, yeah, Illinois played smart. Got to give Brett Bilma uh, a lot of credit to where his team came out and, and played. Their starting quarterback went down in the first quarter. So the backup kid came in, played well. I think he hit 12 out of 15, took care of the ball, handed it off, and that's, uh, that's what he <laughs> – he did what he was asked to do. He's perfect for the Big Ten, isn't he? Yeah, believers. he is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, he is, no doubt. Especially when it gets cold. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, James in Gainesville, seems like Bama will never lose a game. Um, don't know if they lost a game since you beat them in Carolina, Coach. Do you really think the Gators can do it this year? Well, I think they have a, a great chance of beating them. Uh, a lot of reasons they're playing them at home. Should be a packed house. And then this is going to be Bryce Young's first true road test. They play in Atlanta this week. Um, so it's really not a road game. And then, you know, Alabama, we know they're all – they got a bunch of five stars across the offensive line, but if, if – I don't want to call it a weakness, but they're concerned about their offensive line because they got a lot of young players there. So if you're going to play them, I think get them early and uh, get them at home. It's, mm -hmm. it's a good recipe. i tell you what, uh, I know Alabama's picked by everyone, but, man, do they lose good players. Now, Mac Jones probably is the starter at New England now, from what we understand. Cam Newton, uh, they traded him or let him go. Cutting. Oh, cutting. Okay, so there's a kid that played at Alabama last year. Najee Harris, he's probably going to start for Pittsburgh. I mm -hmm. think he's there. And the receivers, uh, Waddle is, what, Miami? Yep. And, uh, of course, the Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae. I mean, they, they lose all those guys. Now, can they replace them? Everybody thinks they can, but I'm, I'm going to wait and see if the, they can have the offensive firepower. They got a new coach there, uh, O'Brien, uh, offensive coach. Uh, and if they can just hop in there and do what they did last year, it, it will be amazing. And it's hard to repeat. Mm -hmm. Hard. Well, they haven't repeat since 2012, I think. Yeah. They went back to back then. Hard. Mm -hmm. um, again, uh, you want to get a question for Coach, you can – do it at questions at InsideTheHuddleHBC.com. 
Luke and McAnope, who wins the natty this year? Lots of people saying Georgia. I don't see it. Is it Alabama again? Can Clemson win with a new QB? Well, I don't have any of those in my uh, championship game, Steve. I don't know who's going to win, but I think uh, Oklahoma's going to play Texas A&M for the national title. Wow. So A&M's going to beat Alabama. I think this is their year. They uh, have eight starters back from the top defense in the league. I think they have the best tight end in Weidermeyer in the league. I think they have the best overall player in the league in Anaya Smith, who's a Percy Harvin-type player. they got the best running back, Isaiah Spiller. Uh, they're starting a young quarterback who – I've seen highlights, you know, whatever that means. But I think he's a better thrower than uh, Kellamon. And I think Jimbo does a good job calling plays. So I think, and they get Alabama at home, like mm -hmm. I said, I think this is their year. Uh, that's a good uh, two teams. Uh, I guess you could pick those two. You could pick Ohio State, Georgia, or Clemson in there. Uh, I sort of think Clemson may get in there again because uh, ACC, they're going to beat most all those guys, it seems like. So if they beat Georgia, uh, I'm going to sort of pick Clemson to go into the final one. And, uh, yeah, it could be Texas A&M or Alabama, whoever wins the West. Last two, Nate and St. Pete. Emory plays quarterback differently than Trask. Do you think he can be as successful as a passer? Well, we know he has a good arm. Uh, I don't think he's a great passer of the football. Uh, doesn't mean he can't become one, but he's, he's very athletic. The, the good thing about him is if, if protection breaks down, he can make things happen outside the pocket. Um, you know, I've talked about completing the easy throws because he's, you know, th th those guys that aren't great passers or great throwers, however you want to phrase it, they they wow you on a throw, and then the the two easy throws they they one hop them, you know. So if he can be consistent, I think he can have a big year. Yeah, yeah, we gotta wait and watch uh, Emory play before we uh, applaud him too much or uh, try to grade him. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting ball game. It really will. Desi and Hawthorne, our final one. He's got his tickets for the game Saturday. How full do you think the Swamp will be? And is the Alabama game going to be crazy? Well, yeah, we, we all know that. But I don't think it'll be a full house Saturday at all. I don't either. I, I think a, pe a lot of people are excited to, to see live action, get back into the swing of things, tailgating, the pageantry of college football. But uh, I think a lot of people are concerned, too. They want to kind of see how it plays out. And I, I think there's so many good games at the same time our game is, people may want to stay home and use their clicker. Yeah. yeah I think we'll have a good crowd, but I doubt if we'll have a sellout, Steve. Mm -hmm. All right. That's our questions of the week brought to you by Davis Chevrolet. And, again, you can send your questions to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. We'll take a break. Come back. We're at the Coach's Podcast Room at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill for Inside the Huddle, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. Celebration Point is where Gators come to celebrate. With premium brands like Regal Cinemas, Bass Pro Shops, Nike, Le Macaron French Pastries, International Diamond Center, and Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Make your reservations today at SpurriersGridironGrill.com. We'll see you at Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate.
The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street. Online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there is only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and they're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit the Meldon Law Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Melvin Law is the firm for you. Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, and Sunday Night Football, the NFL in primetime lives right here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Silverback Concrete knows you only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards, and that's why they're the number one choice. You stand on it. We stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle at the Coach's Podcast Room at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Okay, we, we haven't seen a lot, but let's do our Team of the Week, brought to you by Celebration Point, home of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. I, I guess mine would be Illinois, because uh, they, they won, and it was Bielema's debut, and they beat a Nebraska team that you would think would have been better, but they well, didn't. I agree with that pick. I'm going to go out to the West Coast, and I'm just going to go with Chip Kelly and UCLA. A big win for them. Uh, that I want to say it's his first non-conference win as a head coach at UCLA, which surprises me. Um, I don't know how good they are. We'll find out Saturday night when the Tigers roll in there. How about Chip Kelly's uh, coaching wardrobe on the sideline, Coach? You see that? Gym shorts and a T-shirt. Is that what he wore? Uh-huh. Oh. Did not notice that. Yep. Yeah. He had his visors. It was a hot day. He had I his visors, that. his T-shirt, and gym shorts on. Yeah, it was a hot day up in uh, uh, Illinois, also. And uh, but yeah, I, I'll go with Brett Bielma and uh, the Illinois team. They were underdogs, and, and my player of the week had to be Sitkowski, the backup quarterback mm-hmm. at Illinois. That came in there, transferred from Rutgers, and uh, had a chance to maybe win the job, but he was second, and. Uh, came in there and delivered for the team. I think he tra- He initially went to – McElwain and them wanted him. Is that right? I think he signed with Miami out of IMG Academy. Didn't last there, went to Rutgers, and now he's Illinois. 
How many stories are we going to hear like a time. that? Of guys that have been to three, four different places, but that's how it is now. Um, okay, let's do our uh, Coach of the Week, brought to you by Ruz Ogra State Farm Insurance. State Farm agent Ruz Ogra is your go-to agent in Gainesville, North Central Florida, for the service you deserve at the price you want. My Coach of the Week is, I don't even know his name, but he's the head coach at North Carolina Central. I don't know if y'all got to see the MEAC SWAT game. Alcorn was a huge favorite, and they were supposed to win that game, and somehow North Central beat them. So whoever that coach is of the Eagles, mm-hmm. he's my coach of the week. I, I probably would agree with that, but I'll go with Bama, the uh, Illinois coach. Brett, of course, was at Arkansas and uh, didn't work out very well there, but he's sort of a Big Ten coach, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, up there on that AstroTurf, uh, his team was pretty good. By the way, if you want to get a call in to us here on the Campus, Campus USA call-in line, 392-8255, 392-8255. You can talk to the head ball coach and to the Gator QB, Shane Matthews. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Much more to come inside the huddle. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that builds commercial structures for contractors who expect unrivaled quality, including the head ball coach's restaurant, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. You only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards through all kinds of weather. Visit silverbackconcrete.co to see why they're the number one choice in the southeast. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. You might know that State Farm agent Ruz Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor after all, but did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Ruz Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm agent Ruz Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there is only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and they're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit the Meldon Law Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. Life is full of steps. We learn to take small steps and big steps. We take steps toward adventure to discover what's next. At South State, helping you take each step is what inspires us to keep moving forward. So you can keep enjoying what's next in your life. This is banking at its best. This is Banking Forward. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. 
Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Visit the only locally and owned operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle, our first of many shows we're going to do here, of course, during the college football season. This is going to be fun to do because I'm I'm interested in what you guys have to say here because we're going to do our top four teams brought to you by Radware Designs. Radware is a family-owned business that prides itself in excellent customer service while providing quality and affordable promotional products and customized apparel. Your preseason top four, Shaner. Oh, goodness. Um, I'm going to go with – I'm going to keep Alabama there because they're defending national champs. I don't know if they'll be there real long. So I got Alabama. I'm going to go with Ohio State. I think they got a lot of players. I don't think they play anybody in the Big Ten. Uh, I'm going to go – Gosh, I got A and M in there as my third team. Wow, I, I think they're I think they're primed to have a really good year, and I'm going to throw Georgia as my fourth team. No Clemson, no Clemson right now. Clemson concerns me because if you their last two games last year, they were so bad in the middle. Their defense, yes, the, you know from the linebackers to the secondary, and I I need to see something from them against Georgia to change my mind about them. Okay, what's your top four, Coach? Oh, right now I'm going to have uh, Ohio State, uh, and then Alabama, uh, Clemson, and then Texas A&M. How's okay, I'm, I'm I'm changing mine now. I just <laughs> forgot. I, I left out my team. I think is going to play for the national title. I left Oklahoma out. Oklahoma, okay, yeah. so I'm going to go Alabama, Oklahoma, A&M, Georgia. Three SECs. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Did I say that. Yeah, Oklahoma, Alabama, yeah. A&M, yeah. and Georgia. Well, it's preseason, Steve. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> well, how about Ohio State? Y'all not giving them? I did. I just threw them out for now, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be there, though. They'll be there. Yeah. You know, th- I-, I understand why you kind of have to put Alabama there because yeah. nobody's beating them. So, okay, and they have a lot of, you know, a lot of talent. So, I- I'm there. Um I think Oklahoma with Spencer Rattler is going to be really good. So I'm going number two, them. Ohio State's going to have a new quarterback. But other than that, I think they have a lot of talent. And, and then, you know, the, the four boils down to Georgia, Clemson, or A&M. A&M has got to play Alabama. Georgia has to play Clemson. So, Coach, to your point, Clemson's in the ACC. So if they get past Georgia, mm-hmm. they got a pretty good road. So I'm going to pick them fourth just because of what you said, Coach. Mm-hmm. So, so that's our top four. Now, it's one of my favorite times. Chalk Talk, brought to you by Meldon Law, with 50 years of experience, the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, Meldon Law, won't back down. Coach is going to okay. draw up a good play here. All right, I'm going to draw up a play that uh, actually Georgia ran against us two years ago, and uh, last time I saw it this year, Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears ran it in a preseason game. You usually save one of your good plays uh, for the season, but they wanted a touchdown, and this play uh, has has really uh, 
should have done this earlier. There you go. Okay. All right, I'm going to put uh, a formation here that you, you can run this play out of a, a lot of different formations, but usually the left hash area is the best. You got the tight end, you got another flanker here, receiver, maybe way out. And, uh, oh, my bad. Be in the sh we're going to be in the gun here. Okay, we're going to be in this. So we're going to put them in man to man. Uh, it's it's a, it's better against man-to-man -man, uh, defense. This backer here is usually covering the tight end, and then you got uh, you know four-three here, and so forth. All right, all right, we got him in a. Uh, that might be that might be an extra guy. This is just one guy in here. Okay, all right. Here's here's how the play starts out. These guys are sort of all blocking. Uh, ball comes. He comes across. And uh, whoop, I got him on the wrong side already. He's on this side. Okay, here we go. He gets the ball. He comes across, and he fakes. He, he just fakes, and he stands out there. Okay, that's going to take that linebacker to honor him. These guys are all blocking down to start with, and this guard pulls out, and the quarterback has a little half-roll fake here. So you got a lot of blockers here. So the tight end, as he blocks down, He's, he's going to sneak into here, and then he takes it up over here in the flat. So this guy sort of holds whatever's in here. Uh, over on this, this side, there's, 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 there's not too much going on. So the QB is going to roll about halfway here, and sort of this receiver has to come in here and run through the safety. So he's got the guy following him, and they're all running through the safety. And what happens is this, this guy right here, this tight end, sort of gets lost in here as he's blocking, and then he comes out through there. So the QB makes a fake, rolls over here, gets sets up, looks down here real quick, and then hopefully that guy right there will be wide open. Uh, when the Bears ran it in preseason, this guy caught it and just backed slowly into the end zone. And uh, it's just a good play. You, you can run it uh, about once or twice a year. And uh, I think our fans will see people use that play this year. It's just a good play that might get you an easy touchdown. A okay. Of, a lot of pressure on a safety. Yeah, it's a good play. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you got to call it the right time. Like Coach said, you need to be on that hash to the left side if you're, you know, if you're a right-handed quarterback. Obviously, the right hash if you're a lefty. It's a good first down call, and it's a it's, ma it's mainly for man to man defense. It's a very it's a very safe call too. You know, there's so many people out there that whether you have a young quarterback, old quarterback, or whatever, uh, you know, I think I've told you this many times, Steve. You know, let's let's work the short game. Well, the short game is more dangerous than throwing it down the field because in the short game out of the gun, you got to get the grip. Uh, if you if you're a little late, it's a pick. If the ball can be tipped, a little behind, whatever. But chunking it down the field, that's the way to go, especially for an inexperienced guy. All right, that's our Chalk Talk brought to you by Meldon Law. And also what makes it safe, if they play a big deep zone, you, you got a guy standing out here. Mm -hmm. so, safety guy. Out guy. Yep, you safety guy. Got an out guy in case you get a big zone. Okay. But uh, if I was calling that play, I'd tell the quarterback, make sure we get man-to-man. -man. We don't want to waste that one uh, on the zone defense if he could. 
Okay. okay. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Much more inside the huddle ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage you can just walk right in and smile knowing that joe and the crew at titan mri are going to get you all fixed up how do you decrease your company's turnover ask the friendly staff at radware nothing says thank you like a yeti style insulated cup with your company name on the side or a pair of costa sunglasses when you want to make an impression radware is the place to go logoed sunglasses mugs water bottles hats shirts umbrellas pens the list goes on and on if you can think it radware can make it memorable locally owned and operated by uf grads radware is celebrating its 10 year anniversary. No one does promotional items and customized apparel like Radware. Visit them online today at radwaredesigns.com. Celebration Point is where Gators come to celebrate. With premium brands like Regal Cinemas, Bass Pro Shops, Nike, Le Macaron French Pastries, International Diamond Center, and Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Make your reservations today at spurriersgridirongrill.com. We'll see you at Celebration Point where Gators come to celebrate. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Life is full of steps. We learn to take small steps and big steps. We take steps toward adventure to discover what's next. At South State, helping you take each step is what inspires us to keep moving forward so you can keep enjoying what's next in your life. This is banking at its best. This is Banking Forward. WRUF Radio app, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that build commercial structures with unrivaled quality. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. And uh, it is our inaugural one of the year. We are live at the Coach's Podcast Room at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Now, we're going to get a little... This, this first week's always tough because you don't have... You know, a lot of games you can look at. We haven't seen Florida play yet. But this is the first real weekend. So there's some games where to look for here. And that's brought to you by South State Bank. At South State Bank, we understand that small businesses need a community business partner they can rely on. South State still has four convenient Alachua County locations. South State Bank, banking forward member. 
FDIC. All right, let's start with some of the games on Thursday, guys. An intriguing game, Boise State at UCF. Yeah, this uh, this is intriguing. You know, Boise was a couple years ago, came to FSU and handed it to them in the heat. Now they're going down to Orlando, and Gus Malzahn gets, gets them right off the bat. Uh, I, I still like UCF just because I, I don't know if Boise can handle the heat, although that's that's kind of a lame lame reason to pick them. But uh, I'm going to go with UCF. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with UCF, but it wouldn't surprise me if Boise uh, beats them. Uh, you know, they came in and beat FSU, I think, first game of the season last year. So the heat did not bother them uh, much at all. Uh, but uh, uh, UCF, uh, I mean, they're talking like they got a real good team. So uh, we'll, we'll see, but I'll, I'll pick UCF. Uh, for UCF, th- this is kind of a defining game. You know, what's happened, you know, when they won their national championship – um, you know, what's happened to them? They've been good, but they haven't been as elite as they used to be. And this gives them a chance against a team that always seems to beat people that they shouldn't beat. You know, little Boise State. Well, Boise State's beaten a lot of good teams. Um, shaky, shaky with UCF at home. But, Coach, I'm with you. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Boise won this game. Um, okay. Then, Friday, North Carolina at Virginia Tech. North Carolina, a lot of people like them with Sam Howell back at quarterback. What do you think? Well, I think North Carolina is supposed to be pretty good this year. Uh, anytime you got a quarterback with his talent coming back, had a huge year last year. I, I like North Carolina. You know, Justin Fuentes was the hot item a couple of years ago. They've struggled quite a bit. Uh, Virginia Tech's not an easy place to play. they got a good atmosphere there. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, this is a tough opener for North Carolina. Yeah, I think North Carolina's got a really good team this year. And uh, – they lost, I think, their running backs, those kids that gained a bunch of yards in the Orange Bowl. Uh, but uh, remember Jim Collins, who was one of our coaches here all 12 years with me, he's one of their analysts at UNC now. Oh, he went yeah, from the Dukies? Went there? Yeah. Okay. Well, the Dukies sort of went, uh, got rid of him, uh, or his job was no longer needed, whatever mm-hmm. you call it. And uh, so Mac Brown and the defensive coach over there, they knew Jim. So he, he helps out over there a bit. And uh, he says, Coach, we got a good-looking team now. You know, our, our players at Florida looked awfully good back in the 90s, and these guys look like them also. So I, I think North Carolina, if they mentally uh, stay sharp, uh, they can challenge Clemson this year. They, okay. they got a chance, but uh, it's still wait and see. But I'm going to go with the Tar Heels. In the Big Ten, Ohio State goes to Minnesota. Ohio State breaks in a new quarterback. Upset for Minnesota? Well, I'm not real familiar with how many people Minnesota has coming back. I know, was it two years ago they played real well? Maybe it was last year, not so great. You know, row the boat. Uh, he'll have them ready to play, but I'm sure Ohio State just has way too much talent. Yeah, I'd go with Ohio State. Uh, yeah, last year Minnesota did not uh, have a good year. I don't even know how many games they played. They, did they play the whole ten or I don't seven? Know. I'm not sure, but I know P.J. was in agreement not to play. And all the other schools in the Big Ten, especially Ohio State, their players and their parents, you know, they, they had a strike almost, less play. And they finally convinced the uh, commissioner of the uh, Big Ten up there to play. So anyway, I think that hurt Minnesota last year. But uh, uh, they, they, they'll give them a good battle, I think, but Ohio State should win it. Michigan State plays against Northwestern. And Northwestern's kind of one of those teams, they always seem to do pretty well. They don't get noticed. Yet they got a really good coach there. They're at Northwestern. 
Yeah, I like Northwest. I think Pat Fitzgerald does a tremendous job there. Kind of flies under the radar. Michigan State. Mel Tucker's still their coach, I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just like Northwestern. Uh, they're kind of boring to watch. They've had some transfers at quarterback. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I know the Holinsky kid went there, but I don't know if he's the starter. I can't. I don't. Remember. I think he got beat out. Yeah. So I, mm-hmm. uh, they never play great offense, but they stifle you on yeah. defense. Yeah, they do play good defense. In fact, they had a chance to beat Northwestern if they could just scored 24 points. I think they had it because they stymied uh, the Ohio State offense that last game uh, for the Big Ten championship. So I'll go with Northwestern. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald. Is, is a good coach. Uh, he's uh, in the College Football uh, Hall of Fame as a player. A lot of people don't know that, but he was an excellent linebacker at Northwestern, and, and now he's the head coach there. Big one in the Big Ten, guys. Penn State at Wisconsin. Yeah, this is a big one. Uh, man, that's a, that's a big game right out the, out the gate. Um, I don't know how good Wisconsin's supposed to be. They're, they kind of lull you to sleep. You know, they play football and basketball the same exact way up there. <laughs> it's so damn boring to watch. Uh, I mean, you got to think – I can't remember. Penn State didn't have a very good year last year, did no, they, Steve? No, yeah, not at all. So, I wonder if James Franklin's catching any heat. Uh, I'll go with the Nittany Lions. Yeah, I'm going to go with Penn State also. Uh, I've just been reading where they're predicted to be one of the top tens and might can compete for the Big Ten title. I like Wisconsin. I just think, at, for you, kind of what you said, Shane, they just sort of, at the end of the game, oh, they won. And they don't wow you. They don't, they don't, they're not dynamic. They just pound you. And Penn State's got to prove it to me. You know, was, that, was last year just a one-off, or, you know, are they not as good as they're supposed to be? Uh, also in the Big Ten, really good game, Indiana-Iowa. Yeah, Indiana, I mean, they've been playing really good football the last couple of years. Michael Pennance, their quarterback, I think, went out last year with a knee injury. I assume he's coming back as their starter. Iowa's the same way. They, they, they if Iowa and Wisconsin play, it will put you to sleep. Uh, I'm going to lean towards Indiana. It just seems like they have a mm-hmm. lot of momentum going. Mm-hmm. Uh, where's that game play? At Iowa, coach. It's at Iowa. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, boy, it does make it a little more difficult. But I'm going to go with Indiana. I, I just uh, I like uh, the attitude of that coach and uh, uh, those guys. Uh, they think they can win the Big Ten this year. So I'll, I'll give them a shot there. If Iowa could throw the ball a bit, Shane, they would really be good. Yeah. Because they can run it and they play good defense. And uh, I don't know if they've hired a, a pass game coach or, or not, but if they, if they could throw for 250 yards the way they can run, uh, I think they could contend for the Big Ten championship. They started slow last year and then picked it up at the end. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Iowa at okay. home. Uh, Alabama, my, if there's ever a chance for the U to uh, show themselves, here it is. And they get an, an Alabama quarterback who has not had a lot of experience. Yeah, this is interesting. Uh, De'Aaron King, you know, coming off that ACL tear, what's his mobility like? Because that's pretty much what made him the player that he was, is being able to run around and make plays. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, usually these games, Steve, they look good on paper. It seems like every year when Alabama plays USC, you know, in Texas or wherever, they turn into blowouts, and this could turn into blowouts. But as you said, Alabama's got a lot of kids to replace on offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Alabama will win this game uh, fairly easily just uh, because uh, I don't think Miami believes they can, they can beat Alabama. Um, Louisiana and Texas. Yeah, this is a good one. 
Uh, this is a game that I'm sure Steve Sarkeesian wish, wishes wasn't on the schedule in his first career game. He'd rather be playing Rice or North Texas because Louisiana's a good football team. Um, this is dicey for Texas. I think Sarkeesian's a very good coach, but not 100% sure they can win this game. Mm-hmm. I'll take Texas, though. I think uh, Sarkeesian will help that offense, and, and maybe they'll have a lot of good spirit out there. Uh, you know, they fired uh, Herman after he won a bowl game. Now, has that ever happened before? Yeah. Coach? And, and, the, and the kid yeah. that played quarterback for him and played real well in that uh-huh. game got beat out by a freshman that Sarkeesian's starting. Yep. Is that right? Yeah, Card mm-hmm. is his name. Yep. Georgia Clemson. Gosh, you know, I, I think this is a bigger game for Clemson because we've said it many times because of their schedule. If you lose this game and you run the table – can you get into the mix? Where Georgia has a bunch of really good teams to, that they can play later on. But I just, I, I'm concerned about Clemson's defense up the middle. Um, I'm going to lean towards Georgia winning it. I hope Clemson wins, but I think Georgia will win. Yeah, it should be a heck of a game. Really should. I, I'm going to take Clemson because it's in Charlotte, sort of in the ACC country there. If it was in the uh, Mercedes Dome in Atlanta, I'd probably go with the Bulldogs. But uh, I tell you, it should be a packed house. It should be a big crowd and uh, best television game probably of the day on Saturday. George has to prove it to me. Mm-hmm. You know, they have all these five-star guys, and, they, you know, Kirby's done a good job, but can they win an elite game? Can they really win a big game? Until they do, I'm picking Clemson. And the final one, LSU goes to UCLA – now, UCLA was impressive last week, and UCLA, LSU has to go across the country to play. What do you think? I like LSU. I think they got too many athletes for UCLA. Uh, they're so one-dimensional running the football. Uh, like I told you, the quarterback threw the ball just horrible. Uh, I think LSU just got too many athletes. I'm anxious to see what LSU looks like on offense uh, and, and maybe even defense. they got two new coordinators. Um, that's and, and plus, you got to remember they had to move the whole operation down. I think to Houston because of the hurricane. Will that factor in to these? And you got to fly all the way to the West Coast. So, huge advantage for UCLA. But I just think LSU's got too many athletes. Uh, yeah, I think LSU uh, will win this one. Uh, Ricky Neuheisel was sort of begging the UCLA fans to come to the ball game this week. Uh, they had a pitiful crowd for Hawaii. I don't even know if they had five thousand there. Jeez. The place was pretty empty. Did you, you didn't see the picture, yeah. Steve? No. Yeah. No, I, 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 5,000, luckily. Yeah. It if, was, I mean, it was horrible. Wow. Virtually empty. Wow. So, uh, yeah, UCLA, if they want to play major college football, their fans have got to come out. So, so that, that will be a big, interesting part of the game right there. But I think LSU is just a little bit too big and strong to handle. LSU, if, I, if you had a list, guys, of the top three most intriguing teams going into the year, LSU would be one of them because they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of talent. And the quarterback that played against Florida played pretty well, but he doesn't have a big resume. So how good is he? They Just kind of like Florida, they can't be worse defensively than they were under Polini last year. They can't be. So if they get that talent together, they're going to be tough to beat. They're going to win, but as Corso would say, closer than the experts predict. We'll take a break and come back. We're going to uh, focus in on Florida and Florida Atlantic next. Inside the Huddle, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that builds commercial structures for contractors who expect unrivaled quality, including the head ball coach's restaurant, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. You only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards through all kinds of weather. Visit silverbackconcrete.co to see why they're the number one choice in the southeast. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. You might know that State Farm agent Ruz Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor, after all. But did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates, too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Ruz Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm agent Ruz Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. How do you decrease your company's turnover? Ask the friendly staff at Radware. Nothing says thank you like a Yeti-style insulated cup with your company name on the side or a pair of Costa sunglasses. When you want to make an impression, Radware is the place to go. Logoed sunglasses, mugs, water bottles, hats, shirts, umbrellas, pens, the list goes on and on. If you can think it, Radware can make it memorable. Locally owned and operated by UF grads, Radware is celebrating its 10-year anniversary. No one does promotional items and customized apparel like Radware. Visit them online today at radwaredesigns.com. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Weekday afternoons at 4 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem, and Titan MRI has the same-day scheduling available. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. We wrap up our first Inside the Huddle today, and we're going to end, of course, by talking Florida and Florida Atlantic. You know, when you play, and I mean no disrespect when I say this, but when you play an opponent, when it's not Clemson, Georgia, when it's not something like that, you're playing an in-state school, five and four a year ago, they were a bowl team, uh, Willie Taggart's the coach there, but let's face it, they do have a lot of people back from last year, but th- if things fall right this is a game florida should win at home no doubt i I think florida fans are excited i think i'm excited just it's kind of like a new team you're going to see out there especially offensively uh 
you know, Emory finally gets his shot, but we lost those two first rounders. So you're going to see other guys making plays. So I think a lot of people are just anxious to see what this offense is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, uh, FAU they got a new defensive coach also, Mike Stoops. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had been at the Saban rehab program down there for a while. and uh, But he's ready to go. And uh, He's a good coach. He really is. Mike Stoops, uh, Bobby's brother and so forth. And uh, they returned 10 starters on defense. Mm-hmm. I heard that the other day. So they, they can play some defense. I don't think they'll play much offense. So I, I think we can beat them 31-3 to or even maybe more points than that. But uh, I think our defense should have a good night. Uh, but our, I think uh, FAU can play some defense. Nikosi Perry got the starting quarterback job. Uh, area kid uh, had gone to Miami. Uh, they kind of played musical chairs at quarterback last year there, too. But at least according to Taggart now, he is going to be their guy. And they do have, if you look at their position breakdowns, they have a lot of returning, like the running back position, something like 82% of their yards from a year ago are back. Same thing with the receivers. Coach, to your point, a lot of guys back on defense. Had a guy who's got six sacks last year back. But I really want to see, you know, when Taggart was at FSU, we all know how discombobulated they seemed. And last year they were a bowl team, but I wonder if Nikosi Perry is going to be the answer to see if he develops. Yeah, I'm anxious to see what they do offensively. As as you mentioned, I mean, those two years at Tallahassee, Steve, it was it was like they didn't meet, they didn't practice, they they had no idea what was going on. And uh, so I'm going to see if they've improved from a coaching standpoint in that and in, in, in that area. Uh, but Nikosi Perry, he's a talented kid. He's one of those kind of guys that can run around, has a good live arm, may not know where it's going all the time, but. We'll see. But as Coach said, they were pretty good defensively. They struggled offensively, so I expect them to struggle against us offensively. Coach, when you look at the quarterback situation with Jones and Richardson, a lot of people would think, well, they're the same quarterback. But I give Mullen a lot of credit. He played Emory Jones sometimes in meaningful snaps in, in, in big games. Won't that, shouldn't that pay dividends as Emory is the full-time starter now? Well, certainly I think Emory's going to have the opportunity to be the guy all year uh, as long as he plays extremely well. Uh, I think uh, obviously Anthony Richardson will get his shot somewhere in there. Maybe the second quarter he goes in. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, the the time will tell because they're they're both good quarterbacks and, you know, the guy that plays the best is going to end up being it. And Emory's got the first opportunity, certainly. Last thing I want to bring up, the receivers. I, I think Billy Gonzalez is a heck of a wide receivers coach, and you know we've seen all the, the, the Gator receivers playing in the NFL now. There's not going to be another Kyle Pitts. He's mm-hmm. one of a kind. But given the talent, guys, that left for the NFL, mm-hmm. I, I think Shorter, I think he's going to have a nice year. You know, Copeland, but that receiver group may not have the names that we know yet, but do you think this group will be good? I think so. I mean, they may not get as many balls thrown to them as as they, you saw the last couple of years, but there's some talent there, and I agree with you. I think Billy does a tremendous job. I, I personally think the best overall receiver is Trent Whittemore. Uh, he's a guy. He's going to play in the slot. He's going to run good routes. He's going to catch everything thrown his way. He's going to block. He's going to know where to go. Nothing against those other guys. They're very talented, but, you know, they'll drop a ball here and there. And Trent may drop a few, but I just think overall – 
he could be a guy that, you know, people just forget about him, but he could be our top receiver. He could be another Gainesville area wide receiver at the University of Florida. Willie Jackson, Chris Doring, Travis McGriff, three of the all-time best. Uh, maybe Whittemore can join that group. Who yep. knows? Yeah. Uh, well, one thing's for sure. I, I think everybody's excited to play football again under, you know, somewhat normal conditions. And next week when we do this show, we at least will have a game to look at, a game to look back on, and look and see how the, the big games turn out like Penn State, Wisconsin, and, and Georgia, and Clemson. One quick thing. Uh, we never talk special teams. How about McPherson? The other night, 57-yard field goal for the Bengals. That would have been, if that was a regular season game, that would have tied for their lo the longest in franchise history. Right. Hope he makes the cut. Yeah. As, well, they drafted him, Steve. Yeah. Well, yeah. But you would think they'd give him every chance as a draft guy, right? Yeah. Who's their other kicker? I have no idea. Yeah. I think he's pretty safe. I yeah. believe he's safe if he got drafted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's our first Inside the Huddle. We thank all of you for listening, watching. And we'll do this again next Tuesday at 11 o'clock. For Shane Matthews, for the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier, I'm Steve Russell. Sports scene next. Keep it here as you listen to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. ball coach needed concrete work done for Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, he went with the crew you can trust to get the job done right. Silverback Concrete. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that builds commercial structures for contractors across the Southeast. Through time-tested know-how, exacting standards, and rugged workmanship, Silverback Concrete never misses the chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards through all kinds of weather, precision, grit, safety, and speed. Silverback Concrete. From river to ridge, swamp to coast, Silverback Concrete is your full-service concrete contractor that can get the job done right no matter the terrain. Visit silverbackconcrete.co to learn more. That's silverbackconcrete.co. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. Visit silverbackconcrete.co today. silverbackconcrete.co. for listening to Inside the Huddle, live from Coach's Podcasting Room at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill in Celebration Point. If you'd like to ask Coach a question, email it to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. This show and the Inside the Huddle show archive is available for you via podcast at wruf.com and on the WRUF radio app. Inside the Huddle is paid for by Weeby Marketing and produced by ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG, 